That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey there, this is Daniel. Welcome to Flying Chariots The Rise. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit the like button, leave a nice comment or subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Deezer, Google Podcast and many other podcast platforms. Well, here with us is Brittany. And she's here to tell us about herself being a star seed and a medium. And she's into other things too. She has a website and she was here to tell us more about herself. Why don't you tell us where you grew up? Hi, I grew up in Northwest Indiana, outskirts of Chicago. Um, I was born extremely clairvoyant, clairsentient. So I have extra sensory perceptions and been able to see beyond the veil and, um, I'm an ambassador of the Galactic Federation, and they come here to breach the heavens with the earth and awaken humanity. When did you get your start? When you, you said you, at a young age, you had some encounters. Okay, so, well, I would say the first encounter was my father took us to um, Devil's Tower. Oh, cool. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Close Encounters, mm-hmm. but this is before I seen that movie. I think it was like six or seven, very young. Well, we've seen a UFO in the sky. And uh, suddenly I was, I was absolutely amazed. I was like, it felt more like home than anything I have seen here in the physical. Now it was almost like it was scheduled that way. Like, like that UFO showed up for me to see it, to open up a whole different set of awareness within me, which Hmm kind of breached over as I got a little older and it all started to make sense. Um, I never had fear. My brothers were afraid of that UFO that was in the sky, but I thought it was fascinating. My father and I both were just like in awe, you know? (laughs) So that started at a really young age. Now, what is very interesting in 2013, it was actually a good Friday, the uh, right before Easter, I was just about to fall asleep. I heard this voice, clear audience, Brittany, look outside. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? So I open up my window, I look outside. There's a ship. Hmm. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. If this is, if, if we're connecting, show me in a way that I can understand we're connecting. And then it started flashing this, this platinum light, this such a bright light. And I said, okay, so I go outside and all of a sudden I'm receiving downloads claircognizance just all these downloads of information were flooding i begin to remember who i am and in a sense of you know being spiritually sensitive it was a bit confusing because you know i i was channeling loved ones and and so on i never experienced the channeling of extraterrestrial consciousness or cosmic consciousness at that time and um I was flooded with this information. However, they told me that the pieces of the puzzle were now merging, that I was soon going to understand why it is that I'm here and we're having this this encounter. And um, as my days moved forward from that that moment on, I would look in the sky and, and then I'm seeing, you know, the clouds. If you look at the clouds, sometimes they can appear to be like an elephant or whatnot. Well, extraordinary galactic images of, of different beings 
Um, later found out it was different representations of uh, beings from the Galactic Federation of Light that have guided me through this experience. And um, and then from there on, it was, you're different, Brittany. That is your human name. That's what you go by. We, we technically don't have names outside of Earth. That's a very human thing for us to identify one another. It's more of a, a sound frequency and vibration of the soul signature. So I, I received this pulse which would be my identity, the soul signature. And, and I heard a voice say, breathe in. So I breathed in this, this magnetic pulse I felt around my body. And then all of a sudden, memories from when I was younger with, um, I had a spirit guide, she's Pleiadian. I would talk to, she, I was more comfortable with her than even my own mother. Um, she assisted me and um, many different aspects of my life. I had a rough childhood and most of us star seeds, that's what we do have in common is uh, a rough childhood. Anyhow, um, she was my sense of normalcy here, if, if we can put that word into perspective. And she began to explain to me, which is the trip here, I am you, you are me, we are one. And I really didn't understand quite then, you know, what exactly this meant, you know? Um, so I was just like, okay, well, that's amazing. And I just kind of took that information, put it in the back of my head and, and went on about my time. Well, the downloads, the information uh, kept coming in. Ascension information for humanity. We must save the humanity, humanity here. Um, I was explained that humanity has destroyed itself four times before. This is our fifth time around. And I know it's hard to wrap our minds over because we're here and now. And what do you mean humanity has destroyed itself four times? And that gets into different dimensions, zones, and parallels um, that maybe we can get into at a different time. But to make a, a long story short, um, I was I was told, you are here to remember who you are. And then you take that and you push that forward as far as you can go. Now I'm an introvert. I've always been by myself, you know, kind of do my own thing, not really comfortable with the big crowds. Like I genuinely stay away. So when they're pushing me in front of the collective, I'm like, whoa, now that's, you know, that's my comfort zone. Brittany, you exist outside of your comfort zone. That is your true self. It's outside of that box you allow yourself to be in. And I'll tell you, Despite of what I cared of anybody would think of me channeling galactics, claiming star seeds, um, channeling Akashic records and assisting people one by one, I allowed it. I, I, I released that, uh, that prison feeling of, of keeping this all to myself and, and what are they going to think of me? You know, um, they're not ready for me. I was born in 84 and, um, in 84, they didn't quite, uh, we weren't quite accepting of people like, you know, mm -hmm. the very sensitive mm -hmm. souls um, that can, can breach communication. I mean, we can call it God, we can call it source, we can call it universe, we can call it whatever we like, but ultimately something is happening here on earth. There's this huge movement and we are everywhere. But in the moments of awakening, we feel alone, right? Like, wow, nobody in my family has gone through this. I've always been kind of, you know, on a strange side. And um, then all of a sudden, we all start waking up, little fragments start coming back into the whole center. And we 
we, we made this connection. Well, that's exactly why we are here right now. It was through a, some type of galactic connection. Something has pulled us together, whether it was through social media or soul contracts, however we want to put it. But we are here for the betterment of humanity. And, um, and it is my sole mission and my passion to help those that have been lost in the dark. And when I want to say lost in the dark, I mean the absence of light, light as being information, dark as being the absence, being lack of information. So those that have lacked information of soul self through all these years, through through many, many lifetimes, people like us had came back to help remind them who they are, to hone that power, because ultimately humanity has been giving their power away to different extended sources that they cannot see with their physical eyes. And it is time. We take that power, we drop back into ourselves. we alleviate the earth, we change, we are changing the frequency of the earth as we speak. And the most incredible thing is, is um, we're not alone. I mean, we have people like us that are on the ground, the star seeds were the ground troops, you know, um, then we have the above, our ships, our guides, our higher self, our galactics. Um, and it is incredible how we work together simultaneously for the movement, for the betterment of earth, humanity, and generations to come. Wow. Can I, uh, sorry, can I interrupt you real quick? You, yeah, absolutely. You said that um, you have informations that the world got destroyed four times before. Did I get Correct. The, did I get the right? Correct. So how did that happen? It was through dissension of human consciousness. It was through manipulation. Um, Negative agendas have used certain technologies, sound, for an example, and, and it had descended consciousness of humanity in that time era, and ego, you know, we all need ego because it keeps us safe, but when we have an overactive ego, it wants to conquer ego, and I'm saying it wants to separate and rule, and um, to make a long story short, we can we can look at Atlantis, the rise and the fall of Atlantis, that civilization was wiped out through the expansion of ego. It, it, it threw the entire earth and her frequency so off balance that the earth's axis began to flip. They did it to themselves. It's not like any of us outside forces that did it. It was through the dramatic shift and the, the, the expansion of the ego that had created this magnetic pool that 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 destroyed itself. So we can look at that as as one of the times um, humanity was actually in. I don't know how you say this live, but humanity was potentially going to destroy itself back in two thousand and one through nuclear warfare. We have crossed that pivotal point. We have made it because we are on the ground. We have grounded our energy from the heavens, from the galactics, from, from above, whichever term we want to use, we resonate with, into the core of the earth. And we've been holding it down ever since we are the forerunners of this shift. Mm -hmm. um, we will well, not allow humanity to destroy themselves any further. So we decide to be born, come in and incarnate. We had to learn our lessons, the trials and tribulations, just like the rest. We had to learn how to you know, share and walk and talk. And just like everybody, we, this was an inside job we had to change due to outside negative forces. There's been a battle for the earth 
many thousands of years. Earth is right in the center of like a galactic highway. She is perfect for, for life. She was meant to be, she is a living organism, a living library. She is meant for all beings everywhere whatsoever to come and interact, to exchange information and to live in harmony and function as a unit, not an individual, ultimately as the unit, as the whole. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I was she, wondering, I'm oh, sorry. I was, no. I was wondering if you, if the, if when you said uh, the earth got destroyed or you were talking about destruction, if this was metaphoric for maybe the destruction of uh, the consciousness of what we once uh, been, so to speak, or if you really meant destruction. No, it really, really has was destructed mm -hmm. and eliminated most life here on, on earth. And yeah. it was like a reset. It was like an entire global reset. Mm -hmm. And uh, another, we can take it back another, to the dinosaurs. That was a global reset. Yeah. Um, another so. interesting another interesting thing you said that was um, when you had your first um, sighting and contact at Devil's Tower, and that has a relationship with the Pleiadians. I don't know if you know the ancient story with the Native Americans talking about the seven sisters are being chased by this giant bear. And this bear, I think the land just started to come up, right? I mean, that's the, I don't know if the story, I'm telling the story, right? But the <laughs> land came up where the seven sisters were sitting on top of, and this giant bear is just scratching away. Like you see the claws of the, of the bear. <clears throat> and I think they descended into the sky and vehicles and stuff like that and then i just find that it's an awesome interesting ancient story from native americans yeah and then you you relating to the pleiadian um being connected with that and having your first sighting be at that spot right yes so, yes okay. so yeah, I, right. I find that a very interesting connection there it is yeah. it sure is and you know at such a young delicate age you know where <laughs> how are you to know that that ship that sighting feels more like home at the age of six, seven years old. It was just, you know, looking back at, at my younger self is just absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. Um, and after that, you know, I, I believe Chicago area, I haven't seen a whole lot up until, um, like I said, 2013, it started becoming very active again. Um, mm -hmm. I was told to look outside. And so it was, there was the ship. I am telepathically communicating with either the beings or the genetic material, whatever it was at that time was just absolutely fascinating. And another thing, actually, I forgot to mention, I want to mention, um, there was, there was two ships at that time. There was one directly above me. <clears throat> and then my location was one off to, the, it would have been the right of me, which, um, was over Lake Michigan. I, I oh, cool. raised very close to Lake Michigan. So I had asked, you know, why do we have a ship over there? What, you know, what's the agenda? And it was for purification. They were purifying the Great Lakes. They were activating, see, water holds memory. Okay. And um, hmm. I don't know if you know much about the science of water, but one drop, you can, you can install program into it through just consciousness, not even speaking out loud, just directing thought into it. It changes the molecules. It changes um, the information that it holds. They were bringing, they're bringing these lakes back to life because of the wisdom that these, these ancient lakes hold. Now, um, Michigan is the only one completely in the United States. And that was their pivotal point at that time. That was their main focus. Mm. And so I thought that was very, very unique. Um, yeah. 
they actually found ancient structures on the bottom of Lake Michigan, actually like a Stonehenge. St actually, some of the rocks too were carved with mammoths and shit. It's yes. Very interesting. Very yes. ancient shit. Yes. And like another uh, sign that obviously there wasn't a lake there, obviously at the time, and the glaciers. And there's a, another guy who wrote a book named uh, Frank Joseph who um, talks about Wisconsin might have been part of Atlantis at one time before the glaciers and stuff like that. And um, hmm. uh, we had pyramids here um, in Wisconsin uh, at Aztaland, these gigantic land pyramids. <laughs> it kind of looked like the Mayans actually came up here and set up shop. Um, I, yeah, a lot of mysterious things. We have uh, other weird monoliths. It's at um, Missouri Hill. That's actually near Aztaland, about eight miles away. It's just another like Stonehenge, but they're like six foot tall monoliths um, with other small rock circles around them. Yeah, just really eerie, weird set up shops for ancient people at the time. I don't know. It's really right, cool. Right, <laughs> right. It is. And, yeah. you know, so much information has been hidden from us through the sands of time. History mm -hmm. holds so much more that we're, we're barely scratching the surface of. Yeah. So where's that information coming from? It's coming from people like us, the star seeds. We're here to remember. Our DNA is currently being activated to remember the ancient history that we are the ancestors of. I know, Dustin, you can feel yourself. This is not your first time here. And, and you know that this isn't your first earth life. You are here now to raise awareness. Mm -hmm. You are a very yeah. old soul and you felt that. So what if we were able to take the fragments of Dustin, the parallels and merge them into one? Mm -hmm. What you do then is you're calling all aspects of yourself back into one. You you then own the, the totality of the source energy that you are. You are unstoppable. You are an unstoppable force of nature in the most positive, uplifting way to create balance no more destruction and to save the future of mankind. I mean, it's a really big job, you know, well, that's hey, why it's not. Up to I love hearing mind. that, especially in my time of life right now. I love hearing that. So thank yes. you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's You're awesome. Welcome. I need to hear that. Absolutely. Um, Let, no, it's really interesting. Sorry, guys. I have to go back again to the destruction thing for a second. Okay. Isn't, isn't Dustin might know about it. Isn't that, same thing that the um, Hopi Indians told us, like oh, yeah. the, mm -hmm. the earth got destroyed four times already. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, yes. Yeah. And then like they're saying that even the hybrids of the Hopi Indians, like starseeds in the Hopi tribes, mm. talk about them coming right. up to this fifth final moment. And it's kind of be like this huge where everybody knows the truth about everything and even comes with it. It's this blue star that's going to come with the kachinas. Right. Too. Yeah. And yeah, I'm we, excited for that. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, um, for and when we look at the number five in humanity, with this being the fifth time around, we are here raising the vibrational frequency from the third density to the fifth dimension. So that's number five. Five represents divine intervention, change. So mm. whether, whether, we participated in not there was a divine intervention that was going to take place it was either the destruction or it was the upliftment it was uh either or we came here against all odds because like i said there was many pivotal points um 1988 was one of them that was a um possible um 
fall for humanity. The following one was 2001. Um, but there's so many of us on the ground here before we even consciously awakened, just our energetic frequency being here on this planet created the shift. Mm. So it is, it, it's a collective thing. It's not one of us doing it by ourselves. And we are definitely not alone. We are getting orders and instructions from our higher self, from our galactic guides or spirit guides, spirit animals sure. all around us. If we listen close enough, the wind will tell you, you know, exactly which way to move. If you put your hand on the earth and you just surrender, just allow yourself just to feel the earth. She'll let you feel her heartbeat. Like it's life all around us, guidance all around us. We're so distracted with our everyday lives, whether it's nine to five or what are we going to make for dinner or bills or or whatnot, the news, social media, that we've lost connection with every natural resource around us. And um, we bring forth with us the the resurrection of that connection. And it's a very selfless act because we had incarnated into a planetary system that was very much on the brinks of the fall, of the final fall. And um, we decided to come anyways. We chose her anyways. And everything since 2012 forward, I know things have seemed destructive, but it's it's ultimately ascending now the darkness the lack of information the greed all the narcissistic agendas through the government that has to be exposed so looking at it um the average person would say are you kidding me this is the best time for humanity this is an ascension it's terrible it looks sloppy well in order to build a new paradigm the old empire must fall we cannot rebuild a house on top of a dilapidated house. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That wouldn't, the foundation wouldn't be strong enough. It wouldn't last long. It's almost like putting a bandaid over something that needs to be stitched. So, so we need a cleansing. Yes. Yes. And you're absolutely right when you said we lost connection to nature and all things nature. We lost sure. connection and um, AI a, has taken over. To, to, a, to a big part um, is the church is to blame. The Christianization is to blame for that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, now, looking at it through a cosmic consciousness and um, collective point of view, um, we are not blaming religion. However, humanity is able to find that source within, whether it's through religion um, or 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 what. Um, it is not the fault. Now, what the fault is, is the hands that the information has turned into and through over the sands of time. So the Bible has been manipulated by many different um, testaments, all the new testimony and so on and so forth. They've left a lot of stuff out. Now, the Bible is a book that is to be decoded. All right. Now we're looking at universal knowledge that if ends up in the wrong hands can be destructive for this entire universe, it can turn itself inside out, giving the information to the wrong person. So what I mean by being able to decode, mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking numerology, we're using certain words and, and, and the numerology of it, and we're decoding little tiny fragments. It's meant to be decoded. It's not necessarily meant to give instructions. Does that make any sense? 
um, negative agendas have manipulated the book, has given um, people false hope to look outside of themselves for the creator God. Thou shall not, uh, what is, I'm sorry, I'm not religious and spiritual, but there's a saying that um, you shouldn't, um, basically there's the, don't seek outside of the one God. Don't, um, oh my God, I can't believe I can't get my, my heart around this, how I want to explain this. But anyhow, um, they failed to tell us God is within. I am God. You are God. The universe is God. The trees, the grass, the earth, the planets surrounding us, the, the ethers surrounding us. It's all the creator. And religion, one thing I've known that all religions typically have in common is they ask you to look outside of yourself for the source. Mm -hmm. Everything outside is within. Everything within us is projected onto our physical reality. If we're a depressed person and, you know, we just, we have a hard time coping with reality and whatnot, what is our environment going to produce us? It's going to produce us an environment that's difficult for us, challenging for us, because that is what we feel within. Perception is the key of everything. Heaven, hell, and everything in between is a frequency mm -hmm. that we're able to tap into. And um, when the book has been manipulated and, and told to look outside of self or the source, the God within, that's when we start moving way too far away. That's where the separation and divide happens. And we cannot unite and stand when we're separated and divided. You understand, metaphorically speaking. Um, so it is, it, I can't say that the Bible is to are the religions are um, destructive. It's all in the eye of the beholder, how you decode that information. Um, um, you know, there are, there were emperors <clears throat> in Germany and in Europe many, many years ago, Karl the Great, and mm. he um, killed 4,500 people in one day. <laughs> Because they wouldn't take on the yeah, Christian belief, so wow. they wanted to live their nature, religion. They want to, they want to talk to their to their nature spirits. They want to, they had, they had their, their were in tune with nature, talking to the trees, everything. Uh, they they were convinced that everything has a soul. The trees, the, the rocks, everything has a soul. They talk to everything. They use nature, um, to to they use the plants to heal the wounds. To they they. Had to, of course, they had their drugs to get in contact with the nature yes. spirits. And then Christianization came. We came and we said, no, you have to believe in our Christian God now. You you can't believe in your in your stupid religion here. Right. And, and we changed everything. And, and, and so those people got dragged away from their, yeah, from what we once were. And we, awesome. we lost it completely. We lost it completely. We laugh now. We're laughing at people who go and uh, pick flowers and make a tea of it, or or do their own yeah. medicine and stuff. We laugh at these people. We call these people hippies and and say, ha ha ha. If you got headache, go to the doctor and get get some get some pills. We eat pills. We do this. We do that. We laugh at people who use medicine from the nature. We laugh. They've been dummying down humanity as we look back. They've been doing it for 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 so long. It, it is it's so sad how they've gotten away with breaching free will uh, for so long. I'm talking when I say they. I'm talking negative forces. Um, 
draconian reptilian negative forces. Now there are very positive draconian reptilian agendas, but but for the I'm speaking for the darker side that really um, feel that Earth is theirs. Earth doesn't belong to anybody. Like I said, she's supposed to be a, a galactic interchange center for information and beings everywhere whatsoever to live in harmony. Um, she's right in the middle of a highway between all different types of galaxies and planets and, and whatnot. Anyhow, it was a, the reptilians, we are part of their design. Um, we do have the reptilian brain, the left and the right hemisphere, and um, we can't get anywhere out of it. They are part of our design. Humanity is part of quite a few different extraterrestrial genetics combined into this perfect imperfection. Now, humans are so powerful. Let me explain something very, very quick. They have been hiding the truth from humanity and what it is that they truly are for many thousands of years, because it's almost like humans are, are um, like livestock to the negative agendas. And they wanted to keep us that way. You know, they keep us ignorant to what it is we are. They keep us busy and distracted by being a slave for another to society and to pay our bills just to live on a planet that we were born onto. Keep in mind, we are the only beings that have to pay to live on a planet we were born onto. That is um, kind of ironic. <laughs> and, um, and if we take a really close look at nature, the harmony of nature, she's been showing us all along. Like it's been here in plain sight all along. Yes. You know, but when the men, the mind is such a powerful device, it is the most powerful technology that we have on this planet. And we don't even understand the smallest fragment of what it's actually capable of. But when you're able to, to produce a frequency that changes the way people think and, and, and manipulates their own thoughts, and then they buy into these alternative agendas of lower frequencies, um, whether it's, you know, the manipulation of the religion or or if it's even buying into you know this lower self-depression and they they end up getting hooked on drugs like there's many different ways the humans manipulated other than just through sound through thought so on and so forth well we keep them separated mm -hmm. you know they keep them separated they can control them you put them all together right you can't stop us from uniting and standing up as one and raising frequencies and becoming the highest version of ourselves. So it gets really, really sticky when we start looking at it through dark and light. Um, now we need the contrast. Everything is dark and light. You cannot see the stars without the darkness. You get what I'm saying? So we, we work together, but if we can balance the harmonics, then earth, she, she then becomes again, that living library that that uh galactic exchange station for all beings everywhere whatsoever and again like i said looking at nature they live in harmony with one another the birds oftentimes birds find one mate and they will they will they will follow that mate they don't really go outside of that one but they live together in like this harmony life is good it's heaven it's everything they eat together they ride together there's no worries there's nothing but freedom but then you take the human being and you know you put them in a box and you manipulate you poke you make them feel less than it creates this this magma of energy that that is a one-way streak down it's a dissension program and it all starts within our mind and we start fighting against each other you get what i'm saying it creates 
destruction that creates the fall, greed, ego, all of that. So we're we're being attacked through our conscious mind, through our subconscious mind, through like I said, you can have a TV on and it can send sound frequencies through it. You can be in a great mood. And then all of a sudden you're just irritable for no reason. You don't know why you're not listening to music. You're not on a phone chat with anybody. Nobody upset you. Just all of a sudden you feel this deranged feeling come over. Guarantee you it's a frequency either coming from your phone, your computer, your TV. You know, it's a. Uh... Yes. And I just not too long ago, I read an article which made me think how much our animals are in tune with nature and we are not. This article was about uh, the behavioral scientist Jane Goodall. I think we all know her, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So she's well known. She's uh, studying chimpanzees and, and yeah, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. And she says that chimpanzees probably have a feeling for spiritual currents, just like wow. it's, they just can't express themselves the way we do, of course. And as an example, she cites this impressive waterfall that these chimpanzees come to. There, these animals seem to be overwhelmed by what they see. And when they approach the waterfall, um, you can notice how they show a nervous joy and move faster towards it because they want to want to get there. When they're there, when they arrive, they stand upright and sway slowly and rhythmically oh. back and forth oh. to the sound of the waterfall. They sway and sway as wow. they watch the waterfall. It's quiet. Then they take stones and, and, and sticks and they throw it down the waterfall. Sometimes for 10, 15 minutes, they watch the, the sticks uh, float on the water and they watch like how the, the, the rocks move in the water, get moved by the waterfall for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then they sit next to the waterfall, watching it, listening to it for a long time. It's just like as if they're in a, in an, yeah, almost in a meditative state. Yes. This is very impressive. Very, very impressive. Wow. I never heard about that. That's well, insane. They're in that now moment. They're in the flow. They're right in that flow. And that's the difference we, between us humans, is it's, merely impossible to go directly into the now moment without discipline, without training your mind to surrender into the now moment, to go with the ebb and the flow. You know, again, we're so distracted by our thoughts and like not only just manipulation from outside forces, because, you know, we do have to understand our thoughts, manipulate the way we think and, and which direction we go to um, when it comes to worrisome. But anyhow, um, we're always thinking of yesterday or tomorrow or an hour from now, they're right here, right now. There are no worries. They don't have to pay to live on a planet. They know where to get their resources. They're in tune. They're one with all that it is. We're the only ones that step outside of that oneness. Yeah, we, we, we left the path long ago. We left the path. We don't know nothing, nothing about nature, especially the younger people. They don't know nothing anymore about <laughs> nature when i go outside with the kids and we see a toad or a salamander or, or a lizard they don't know shit about it so, and then they and then they're they're afraid of it ew, what is yeah, it yeah. Let's get it out of here you ooh, know a snake and ooh a frog and ooh, it's it's <laughs> ugly and uh oh i don't want to touch the butterfly because it moves like <laughs> ugly and strange you you know there are another i read another article about monkeys um I I think there were Madagascan monkey Madagascan monkey species, for example. The females 
eats when they are pregnant, they eat more plants containing the um, something is called tannin during pregnancy. They they eat uh, leaves that contains uh, tannin, and a study show has shown that ingestion of these plants produces fewer miscarriages. So mm. they know wow. what, to, what to consume that they have healthy babies. Wow. They just know it. They just yeah. know it. And this is, we knew it also. And, and the same goes for, I could go on and on with these examples. And it's sometimes it's just speculation. Of course, when I say, sometimes I say, I am very, very sure. Of course, I can't prove it. I cannot prove it. And I'm very, I'm completely sure that we once were able to communicate via telepathy. We were able to, to um, work with, um, telekinesis of course mm -hmm. and um yeah and look at the pineal gland we produce dmt and there are scientists that are sure that our pineal gland has been way bigger back in the days like long long ago and that means i'm not a scientist but i'm guessing that means we produced more dmt and um, i'm not a dmt user but I had uh, certain experiences that were strange, and I think they had to do with my pineal gland. Although I'm not into all that stuff, but I'm open to it. But yeah, this is what I think, guys. Wow. You're absolutely correct. Um, that, you know, it's another another um, thing we have in common. Most of us starseeds, we have a hard time with our words, you know, um, learning how to speak put the, the proper words together because this is our, not our natural authentic way of communication. It is thought transfer. It's, it's um, energy transfer. We can pick up on the emotional body and not a word has to be verbally spoken. So here, everything is so slowed up. We have to find the right words to be put together and to go into order to make it sound right for the other person to understand it. And it's like, we waste so much energy trying to put our words together to help other understand. We need to activate that, 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 telepathic communication yet again we need to bring that in because these words are so limitless even when i'm channeling whether it's the uh the galactic federation of the pleiadians or for a personal client in their federations it is so limited the words that we can put into use to even explain what i'm being shown clairvoyantly you know and it's always interesting putting it out in words but the words just barely scratch the surface of what truly lies there, what is truly there for us all. So that is one thing I feel has stunt our growth is is uh, is verbal speaking, using our vocals. I feel, um, you know, more and more of us as we awaken, um, we're activating the the telepathic abilities that we authentically and originally have, um, and um, oftentimes, like uh, you can be thinking you want something to eat, and your wife or your husband or your daughter or your son can all of a sudden say, hey, you know what? Let's go out for a veggie sandwich or this or that. And it's like, hey, I was just thinking about that. Well, that's that that's that telepathic communication. And um, the more we, we open and expand our mind, the less we have to use our mouth to speak. You get what I'm saying? The less we use our eyes to see and we're guided by that internal sight, the pineal gland. The pineal gland also has little bitty crystals. And when they're activated, you become... A receptor for all the information to come down through you now remember when you're getting all this information coming in through your crown into your pineal gland your throat chakra cannot produce we are very limited with words cannot produce the the ex 
extension of what is really trying to be explained through words. We're limited, you know, and um, that just goes to show you humanity has been limited for so long. They're infinite beings with infinite potentials, but they lack a knowledge of that that's been kept from them, you know, and um, it's another reason why we are here in the now and we're changing things one minute at a time, one star seat at a time, and we are opening and coming together as a whole. And they can't stop the shift from happening now. We've already made it past the 52% marker. Earth's fine. She's she's ascending. The beings on her planet are ascending. And if they don't ascend with her, that's fine. That's free will. There's different dimensions that will that will occupy that space of choice, you know, whether it's third density, fourth density, I don't care, seventh, doesn't matter. You know, if, if you're not vibrating with the fifth, sixth dimension right now, that's your free will of choice. You know, you'll begin to see a big separation. The, you know, the higher you evolved, you evolve, the less lower levels are able to distract you, the less people are able to hurt you, the less you care what they think about who you are and more you, you care about the message that's being delivered. Um, so sorry i'm talking about evolving evolution i think we live in a backwards evolution i'm yes. convinced of that and i i'm i'm I agree with you i'm down with it when you say there are fragments left of the telepathic communication pineal gland stuff and of course there are fragments left and i think people were way more intelligent many 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 hundred thousand years back yes and we yeah. think we are intelligent we we are not we are not just because we can produce cell phones and computers and cars and and i don't know spaceship and, sh and shit we're not intelligent this is not intelligent and and oh, no. that's reverse technology that's that's reverse engineering um these these cell phones in our hands and computers sure. and laptops so that's reverse um extraterrestrial technology you know um maybe least... maybe talking about um david grush i'm sure you heard about uh, the whistleblower david grush who told us uh, about the technology that we might have on earth it's not proven yet but for some people it is proven long right, ago right. but i'm sure you think the same well we'll hear more about it in congress tomorrow that'll be the big hearing on the whistleblowers that are gonna tuesday or wednesday out. it was tuesday or wednesday or tuesday or wednesday either or it's this week <laughs> so hopefully this will make history here if uh congress comes clean or they hit congress is the one that has to prove that there is no ufos so good luck <laughs> uh, yeah they're, they're, they're you know what? humanity is um they're no longer gonna allow themselves to be lied to um we cannot deny what we see in our skies. We we cannot deny what we experience as a whole or as an individual. They can't take that from us no more because we're learning how to think for ourselves yet again. That those skills are now being reactivated, where we are able to ask questions, stand back, and look at it. Like, all right, something doesn't seem right here. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of ugliness and distractions here to come, but that's okay. It's all part of the reset, you know, in a sense that um, the ex exposure is what it is it's exposing what has always been here and um some of us are here to expose and some of us are here to help remind humanity of who they are and mm -hmm. we're we're pretty much catalysts if we want to look at it in that point of view um like i like to explain um 
I'm not here teaching anybody anything. I'm here helping them to remember. It's a reminder. It's a gentle reminder. We are the catalyst. We are that push to to allow you to think outside of that box, to look that there's not only just one answer, there's multiple answers. You get what I'm saying? You take what resonates with you and your authentic self and you put that together yourself. I mean, I, I channel Akashic Records. I can tell people who they were in a past life, what their destination is in this life, what it is they need to overcome, what they need to, what they need to heal. But I can talk and talk and talk if it's not, if the person doesn't take that in and hone it and, and do the own inner work, all that words, all that, that's all gibberish. They don't understand. So it's, it's a, a star sees our catalyst. We're a catalyst for change. We're a catalyst for evolution. And um, earth, if we want to look at this, uh, the solar system, let's look at it like a human body, how are you guys familiar with chakras? Mm -hmm. um, bit, yeah. Okay. So let's look at it like, like the solar system, like earth is the heart. She is the heart of the body and, and whatever happens to the heart. Now you can, you can, a head can be cut off and that heart will still be, we take the whole body and they decapitated somebody's head. The heart will still be, the brain does not tell the heart to be the heart is its own its own mechanism, its own computer, it does its own thing, right? But if you destroy the heart, the entire body will cease to exist, it will die. It will... And that is why earth, another reason why earth is so important right now, because she has been, this this body has been attacked right through the heart. And if if we don't revive what has been destroyed, the potentials of this entire solar system turning itself inside out and vibrating across all space and time and and being destructive to other universes, other worlds, other planes of existence is an extremely high probability. So um, we are here for many different reasons. There isn't just one. However, um, looking at it kind of like that seems kind of intimidating, like that's a lot of work for us to do. But everything you need to navigate is within you and always has been. Not only have you been chosen to be here, you chose to be here because you knew you could pull this off. And we knew that we were all gonna synchronize our energy in some space and time that was gonna create this magnetic push, this shift, this evolution, expansion. And that That's expansion, awesome. that evolution that exposes the darkness that it gets sticky, you know, it gets yucky and people don't like their beliefs being destroyed because when you condition a person of all they know in their entire environment, they, they, they lose their shit. They lose their mind. You know, everything starts separating for them. They don't know it's black or white or red or green. You, you understand? So it takes a, a very slow energy, but with persistence to make this huge change. And this has been um, this has been evolving since the fall of Atlantis. Um, this isn't something like, oh, wham, we're right in the middle of ascension. No, we are at the end of ascension. It began when it all fell. 